0: Well, good morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida.
2: And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Monday, December 11th, episode 3325. Good morning, horse people.
3: Coming to you live from Santa's Workshop at the North Pole... Everyone's favorite elves, Jamie Jumperbottom and Glenn Scooter
2: Pops. I do feel like I'm in Santa's workshop. This is where I do all the wrapping is in this office. I'm oh, like, is it? Nobody come in. There's just scissors and tape. And I, I would love to say there's ribbons and boxes, but there's not. I just like put it in the thing and just like squish all the paper around it and tape it up. Are you a good That's rapper
0: or are you just a terrible rapper?
2: Oh, no. Like, literally, I don't even crease it or fold. I just <laughs> put it in and like fold the wrapping paper around it and just tape the whole thing.
0: Yes. Jennifer's dad still wraps his presents with duct tape. Uh, That's after awesome. all these years. And he's always done it. Ever since I've been in this family, you get presents. There's wrapping paper, but the seams are not done with scotch tape. They're done with duct tape.
2: You know, if that was easy to handle, I would totally do that. Yeah, That actually seems like me, so I might steal that.
0: Yeah, well, it's hard to open the package. I will tell you that. <laughs> <a> <laughs> now, with Jennifer, because he just likes to harass Jennifer, his only daughter, uh, he wraps them completely in duct tape. So he puts the wrapping paper on and then wraps it completely in duct tape. So you basically need a jackhammer to get into the present. And I think
2: is as, as a mom here's the thing when you're a mom you have to not only wrap your spouse's presents and your children's presents you have to wrap your family's presents and then your spouse's family's presents after shopping for them making sure you <laughs> had the wrapping paper the tape the scissors everything the mar- all the things and then you're like I just don't care anymore. I'm at the point where I just don't care anymore. And I'm like, do you understand? What would you do if I weren't here? Nobody would you give the children $20 a piece. That's like it. if yep. you even had cash, you'd be like, do you have Venmo? Cause like, yeah. I don't even have cash.
0: <laughs> I I remember a couple of the years when we were buying for lots of nieces and nephews in the early days and when everybody bought everybody gifts and then it all ended. Um, we, I would wrap them and uh, being, you know, like I am I would wrap them and then forget to mark whose was whose I would forget to do Uh it after each one and then I would have to kind of unwrap it to see what was in the box yeah Yeah. I've done that a few times
2: so I have I have six nieces and nephews and I got all the nephews the same thing and all the nieces the same thing
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is your mode you've done that in the past with us too that is your mode Uh yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good idea, thing, actually. Well, find com- something, stick with it. <laughs> coming up today is a friend of ours and a friend of yours, Jared Rogerson, is joining us to announce his sixth album called Where I Can Be Me. Where I Can Be Me. And we'll bring you the final installment of Fry's Insurance series discussing applying for horse and farm insurance. We have some equestrian first world problems, all coming up on today's show. But first we have to talk about Friday's show. So on Friday, I told you about a sign I saw along the road on the way to our property and it said organic great dane puppies call this number it was a handwritten sign one of those you see and i said what makes them organic i I didn't get it so you actually texted the people (laughs) and we got an answer like two minutes after the show was over on friday
2: yeah because i thought it was a joke like organic puppies it's like oh they're so you know just a sales tactic really so i texted them i said hey Saw your sign, super cute. What makes your puppies organic? Because I did not want to be threatening, you know. Like yeah. I might be like, "What?" Are you doing? Like, so I made it super fun. And they wrote back, <clears throat> "We 100% raw feed, space, space, comma, space, space, use non-chemical dewormers and little to no chemical flea meds." Heart emoji, dog emoji.
0: Well, now what- we know.
2: I mean, is raw, fi- uh, isn't the mom's milk like their food when they're puppies? <laughs> How do you- oh, and, and non chemical dewormers, I would love to learn about that because like I have horses and we deworm I- with chemicals. Like,
0: okay, so when you go in shopping at the grocery store, your regular food costs one thing and then organic food costs like twice as much. Is it true with Great Dane puppies too? Are they charging twice as much because they're organic?
2: I should have texted and said, how much are the puppies?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: $10,000 a piece. Organic, great... Could you imagine like being like, oh, this is my organic dog, Brutus.
0: You know, <laughs> no. I, I love Great Danes. I think they're the biggest, floppiest, fun dogs. But... For the price you pay for the number of years you have them, because they just don't seem to last very long anymore. And it's just like, for the price you pay for the length of time you have them and the vet bills you have, they're probably one of the most expensive dogs out there in the market today.
2: And, Man, I, it just, it's just it's seven seven to nine years isn't long enough. I know we have listeners who breed them, and I just can't imagine the, the heartbreak, because, I mean, 12 years to me doesn't seem like enough. I just lost my dog of 12 years this year, and like, oh, 12 i needed 25 you know and it just yeah is it it's that
0: all right let's do some daily winnies and get on with the show Well, we have three auditor birthdays today, Shelley Fokker, Julie DeYoung, and I looked the next one up. I actually went on to the internet and had the pronunciation thing help me, because I think I screwed this one up really bad last year. And it is Gemma Voizel. Gemma Voizel.
2: I think you messed up Shelly Foucher, so.
0: <laughs> I, we had, Well, that depends. See, in growing up in Lancaster County, we had Fokker's. They pronounced it Fokker. Uh-huh. Um, you wash your
2: mouth out with so Because right now. of
0: German there, and that's how they said it. So, I don't know. That's how we said it. It's I, Shelley
2: Fouché. Yeah, well, there, there you it could be French, too.
0: <laughs> right, we'll go with Fouché. That's better than Fokker, uh, which is how we said all the people who were spelled that way in our in our school. All right, your turn. Um.
2: So, I had a tough week, which I'll tell you guys about at the end of the show. But fortunately i was saved on saturday i got to go see with my friend larissa a stand-up comedian named leanne morgan uh leanne morgan is she's got a couple netflix specials and i would i would say tell you to go look them up she's she she proudly says she's 57 years old she's a big lady from tennessee and she's not the big man she's a lady from tennessee she's very proud of who she is very southern and just absolutely hysterical and this is one we can
0: agree on i've watched her specials and i agree with you
2: oh my gosh look at you okay so i i went to the show she was in oklahoma city on saturday and so we went i i did not expect the crowd that I saw there. Okay. So she had a four o'clock show, a seven o'clock show, and then shows on Sunday. And and Larissa and I are like, we go to bed at eight. So like, let's go to the four o'clock show. So we went to the four o'clock show. Do you know the crowd of your peers that are at a four o'clock Leanne Morgan show? No. I think Larissa and I were the only people without silver hair. Like, seriously. I was.
0: Welcome to Florida, by the Larissa's way. We like, go to shows they, and we're always the youngest.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's like, we're so young and hot here. Like, it was amazing. I mean, and so at the end, like, I'd run to the bathroom and we get out and we're stuck behind all the people with walkers and wheelchairs. Like, I mean, go, bless them for getting out. We, I love it. I, can I love can see her that.
0: attracting that audience though, because she's fairly clean. So, yeah. Yeah, I can, she's yeah, clean. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And
2: I love clean comedians. I, I did go see Adam Sandler a few weeks ago. And let me just tell everybody... Don't do that. Don't go. A waste it's of $40? Uh, oh, $75, $80. Uh. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was di- like, I had to leave twice. I had to walk out. It was so, he's just gross. Like I'm like, you're too old to be, where he's 57 and talking about disgusting bodily fluid things. Leanne Morgan's talking about, you know, like- Y'all gonna be in the bed by eight if you came to eight <laughs> yes, o'clock. It's a four o'clock show. Like she was so funny. So anyway, it was really nice to have a little comedy break from from life, and and I really enjoyed enjoyed doing that and kind of having a girls' day out with me and all my seventy year old friends. It was great.
0: <laughs> we go to every show here in Florida, and we look around and go, "We're in our sixties, and we're the youngest." So that tells you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tells you something. We were
2: babies. We were babies.
0: It was great. I don't know if I told you, but I went to—did I tell you we went to see—instead of TSO this year, we stayed local, and we went to see an orchestra, the Ocala Orchestra. I don't know if I told you Okay. That. Mm, which I don't usually do because it puts me to sleep. Jennifer I was
2: you, you went to see an orchestra instead of going to TSO. That had to be a monumental difference yeah. in energy level.
0: Yeah, it was a little bit. Um, but it was really good. They did their own stuff and they kind of made it funny and fun. Uh, and the guy that was the director uh, the, of the Acala thing is hilarious. He's very funny. He could be a stand-up comedian, and he did. So they did some fun stuff with some of the Christmas stuff. It wasn't TSO. There was no lasers.
2: Or anything. <laughs> no lasers. No, no. I heard that TSO shows like three and a half hours long. Oh, this year I it's was... long.
0: And uh, you know, uh, Rhonda went. Our legacy listener, Rhonda went, and she said she absolutely loved it. She said she she loved it. But apparently, it's really long this year. I remember it being two hours. I don't remember it being three and a half. That's a long time yeah. to sit in a That's hard a long seat time in a stadium. <laughs> Have your face blasted <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, let's uh, get to our first guest, our only guest for today, actually. The other segment's recorded. We have our friend Jared coming up. I looked Yay! it up, and we started with Jared about 10 years ago. Wow, Yeah, that's he, cool. Yeah, I mean, you think about our musical guests, and most of them started in the early days, when we were still doing live. Um, and Jared was one of those, so it was about 10 years ago. I think he's probably been... The guest we've had on the most over the years. Uh, other than our regular weekly guests, he's probably been the most regular, and he has a new album out. I can't believe he's still pumping out these new albums, but here we It's are. awesome.
2: Well, I'd love to welcome to the show our favorite musician here at Horses in the Morning, Jared Rogerson. Hi, Jared.
4: Good morning. How are They're,
2: you? Oh, we're great. Where <laughs> in the world are you right now? You're probably on a horse somewhere in Wyoming.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm on a horse in the snow, <laughs> not really. <laughs> Actually, no, it's, uh, I am in Wyoming and it's been, uh, been really mild this year. So I'm just enjoying this while it lasts.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I did see that. I mean, it looks like there's a lot less snow out there. So does that kind of change your day when, when the is a lot easier or do you just do the same thing anyway?
4: I mean, it, it definitely changes it. You know, uh, the, the snow makes my life really busy in the winter time. And so when that window is narrowed, I'm just really, really, really busy for a short amount of time.
0: (laughs)
2: Gotcha. Now, congratulations on the new album. Tell us about where I can be me.
4: Oh, it's just a collection of a bunch of this, the singles that I've been releasing over the last year and a half or so. And, uh, you know, some, some new stuff on there that nobody's heard yet. And, uh, Boy, it's just about uh, an album, really about being your true, authentic self and finding your spot where you can be who you want to be and who you were meant to be.
2: And I've seen a lot of the music videos be shared on online. You, you are like, I mean, that's like pure rock star right there. You're you release a song and then release a music video. <laughs>
4: You know, that's something I really tried to work on because I've done a, a pretty poor job at that in the past. And I, I really felt it was important to sort of bring these songs to life with that imagery. And it, man, it's been a lot of fun doing it that way for sure.
2: So so where can people go see these? Because the scenery is spectacular. I mean, you're tacking up horses, you're riding horses, you're, there's wildlife in the videos. It's It's amazing. So where can people go check all these out?
4: All the social places, right? So, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at Jared Rogerson Music is the handle there. And then YouTube is a great spot to go, Jared Rogerson, and you can check out all the music videos. You can binge watch me for quite a
0: while now. So, I'm pretty <laughs> excited about that.
2: <laughs> never thought you'd say that about yourself.
0: I could be binge <laughs> Well, I got to do something over the holidays, right? You know? <laughs>
2: That's awesome. So Jared, you um are you still I've seen you being on tour all over the place and doing rodeos and you had one day where you were actually a participant in a rodeo. What were you thinking?
4: <laughs> I wasn't thinking, but I <laughs> I was invited to be part of a rodeo in my hometown, which was really cool. And it was something I'd never done before. They asked me to be the barrel man, which is the, the rodeo clown guy, the funny guy that gets in the barrel. And then the, the bullfighters come and try to get the bull. to hit the barrel with me in it. I was that guy.
2: <laughs> How'd that go?
4: Yeah, it was, it was so much fun. Like I was a little nervous and I mean, I'd been around rodeo, so it wasn't a big, crazy, scary thing, but it was a little bit out there for me. And, but the be standing there you know somewhat protected but this bull is coming right at you was quite a thrill and um and then it be kind of became this exciting thing being rodeo announcer was getting everyone excited about having the country singer get hit by the bull <laughs> and uh so then it was kind of like i was like the gladiator you know and everyone was cheering it on and cheering for the bull and not me and uh but it <laughs> but it was it was quite a rush. I one thing I was surprised about is when you get in the barrel. I thought there'd be like handles and all of these things. There's nothing. You just brace yourself. Really?
0: I thought there'd be handles yeah. too.
4: I know. So you just get down there, and the big Tuck thing they roll. tell you is like <laughs> don't don't stick your head out because that bull might come thump you. You know, if you're if you're like the little weasel sticking your head out of the hole or something. So. So anyways they kind of let you know when the coast is clear but other than that you just brace yourself and yeah I did get hit a couple times and it was it was pretty awesome I liked it
0: oh which is, <laughs> you used to ride Bronx which was which is more dangerous being the uh, clown or or the Bronck rider uh I don't I don't
4: know I mean you're asking the wrong guy I don't think either of is that dangerous right uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> i think well, i'm they, sure uh, he wore
2: a helmet and a Oh, i'm sure real he did sick. yes
4: i'm sure he did uh-huh. yeah oh yes yes of course i did yeah, yeah just yeah. like i tell my kids <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly and so did they ride too
4: my kids yeah um they've only they've only ridden sheep so far in the rodeos anyways so but they they do ride horses but yeah they wanted to go to the rodeo and they they was the mutton busting so oh that's God, what they've that's done awesome Yeah, Yeah. it's, it's, uh, you know, I was just, uh, a little concerned about that at first because I thought, here we go, you know, but I think, I think I'm going to get, get out. Okay.
2: (laughs) Now, to ch- change gears, you were at the movement with Glenn and I this past year at uh, Flag is Up Farms with Mo- Monty Roberts and the movement. And you are also signed in to do this next year. It was really fun. We do, you know, it's like three days of kind of like really cool transformational horsemanship with humans. And then they have a big concert on Friday night and you were the host of the concert and our musical act and you are doing it again this year.
4: I am so excited for that. I can't wait to go out there again. That was what just did a you, blast.
2: What did you think about the farm and everything?
4: It was just incredible. And before I went out there, I remember, you know, I was reading all of these things about the movement event. It was this life-changing event and all of this stuff, which sounded really cool, but I didn't really know what that meant until I went out there and watched Monty working with those Mustangs. And that was just like, magic it was just like the coolest thing in the world and it was just so awesome to see this up front in person and uh yeah it was cool oh yeah and I played the music while I was there but
0: uh
4: (laughs) to a completely awesome warm audience who had also experienced this you know fantastic thing happen and then and then get to play for everyone and sort of celebrate that at the end was just really really awesome
2: well, I mean, obviously, we have to apologize for who we put you in with. You had to room with Glenn, so sorry about that.
4: <laughs> it's okay. They did provide
2: earplugs. Um, the
4: walls aren't that thick, I guess. So
2: awesome, <laughs> Jared. Are you going on tour anytime soon? Are you going to be doing any shows you want to plug?
4: I, I have some really, really, really excited stuff we're working on and I can't even talk about it yet because it hasn't been announced, but I'm so excited to tell you when I can. But in the meantime, we my band and I have been traveling all over the place. We were in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho and Aberdeen, South Dakota, and then in Salt Lake City um, playing these showcases for you know venues to to book us for the summer. And a lot of that's really turning out cool. So I can't wait to tell you what we're working on.
2: Well, that's awesome. Now, Glenn has one of your songs. I think he picked his favorite one that he heard at the movement, and we are going to play it. And then he has questions for you.
0: All right can Can you okay. hang on? Can you listen to your own song, can, or you do you cringe I, when you? Uh... I, I
4: can do that. Oh, okay. It's still new. All yeah. right.
0: This one's called <laughs> "Every Mem Every Memory Now Has You."
1: The sunset remind you of that time in Cozumel Drunk on margaritas, picking up seashells Oh, come on I'm sure you remember Spanish music in the air You were in that French bikini making every senior stare What do you mean you never been to Mexico? Well, if you're sure it is new that I'm thinking about who it might have been, I have no clue Please don't miss the silver lining hiding in this cloud I love you so much, baby, that's the truth Every memory now has you Not to change the subject, eight years ago today Horseback in the mountains, we got caught in the rain Remember, we snuggled up under a tree where we kept each other warm. First time I said I love you and you said you love me more. Not again. If you're sure than you that I'm thinking about, who it might have been, I have no clue. Please don't miss a silver lining hiding in this cloud. I love you so much, baby, that's the truth. And every memory now has you. To make it up to you, darling. Let me take you to that seafood restaurant that you love. That's right, you are allergic. Ah. If you're sure it isn't you that I'm thinking about. Who am I to be? I have no clue. Please don't miss the silver lining hiding in this cloud. I love you so much, baby. That's the truth. And every moment I'm with you feels brand new. And every memory.
0: Jared, I've been married 35 years, and I still occasionally do this. (laughs) (laughs) Was this written from experience? You know, most songwriters write their songs from experience.
4: Oh, absolutely. I won't deny it, you know? (laughs) I mean, yeah, um... You know, I think there's a, a certain amount of memory loss that happens after you've been. That's what I blame in a relationship. Yeah, for a that's, while. <laughs> yeah. So, so the the example I I like to use is is my wife would she would like pick out a movie, um, for us to watch, and I would I would be like, you know, we've already seen this before, and she would be like, no, you, no, we haven't, and and so then I would go on and I would tell her what happens in the movie? And she would look at me with this blank stare and I would continue to go into more details, you know? And eventually she would stop me and say, she would let me know that that wasn't her. That was probably someone before her. And (laughs) you think that I would be smart enough to, you know, learn from my mistakes but i've continued to do that Mm. to this day so we're incapable of learning you know maybe maybe that maybe this line can get you and i out of some trouble glenn i don't know
0: i've been remembering the line i'm going to keep that in mind now chad is very smart he was a you know he was a super fighter pilot and then he flies he flies airliners today hundreds of people in his responsibility has he ever made this one jamie
2: I love that you started with, he's really smart. No, <laughs> he's not that smart. <laughs> he, he, all, he, he, he's, he's been married before me, and he said something about, oh, remember at our wedding? And I was like, um, <laughs> that wasn't our wedding. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, not. that has to be the worst one, is when you get the med- weddings oh. mixed up. That has to be bad. <laughs>
2: I'm like, oh. I, I actually listened to that song and like, I'm mad at you, Jared. <laughs> like, How dare you do that to your woman? Like, oh, dead, dead. Because it rings so true
0: as the woman. <laughs> it's food and movies, Jared. Those two get me in trouble. It's always food and movies. It's those two right there. I didn't get I mean, married before, so I don't have the previous <laughs> wedding. To-
4: <laughs> I mean, Glenn and I, we're kind of the bad guys here telling this story, but I don't think the women are always so innocent. I believe my wife has done this to me as well. I don't know. Jamie? Um, are you? I, uh-huh? I,
2: I met my husband at 30 years old, Jared, and lost my virginity on our wedding. <laughs> okay? Thank you very much. <laughs>
4: and you're sticking to it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's only one memory, okay? Shut up. Let's move on.
0: <laughs> Tell us about some of the other songs on the album. Like, um, like the title song where I can be me,
4: where I can be me. Oh, that's it's a, such a fun song. It's kind of an anthem for those who are into doing things outdoors. I, to me, that's the song about, uh, really finding who you are and where you can be yourself. And for me, you know, that's all the, all the things outdoors, camping and, and riding and, uh, just enjoying the scenery. Um, so yeah, uh, I had some really fun. I think that's one Jamie's probably talking about with all of the, the scenery recently. That was a DIY deal right there. Um, so I shot a bunch of imagery uh, just with my cell phone while I was out in the mountains this summer and fall. And,
2: no uh, way. Man. You it is like such amazing cinematography, cinematography and you did that on your phone?
4: Yeah. And, and it's kind of funny. There's the shots of me like tacking up in the barn and and that stuff, you know, I couldn't hold the phone. So I was like, hey, Jada, come on out here, you know, and I, my daughter, you know, 11 <laughs> years old now and I hand her the phone. I'm like, here, video this.
2: <laughs> the only Sorry. comment I had about watching you tack up your horse is I was like, oh, my God, he's so cowboy. Like, wash your saddle pad every once in a while. Jeez.
4: <laughs> God. Does the same exact thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because we're yeah. right.
4: <laughs> I know. I know that's funny <laughs> but no it's the, great uh, yeah great. thank you thank you it was a lot of fun
0: well you can find Jared Rogerson at jaredrogerson.com and uh, all of his links are there and go to YouTube and watch the videos that's probably your best way and tell all your friends go on and share it on your Facebook page on your Instagram wherever you share things uh, Jared would appreciate it we love Jared Jared I looked it up and you've been coming on this show for like 10 years now how old are your kids?
4: uh jade is 11 yeah my son is just turned nine a couple days ago
0: so basically about the same time you started having kids you started coming on our show so uh so thank you for being you know one of our probably you've been probably most often on our show over the years and we really do appreciate it anytime we call you come on and uh thank you for that hey
2: i am so grateful yes before i gotta tell you the easiest free way to hear jared's music that he actually really appreciates is go to spotify it's just an app you download spotify i mean everybody knows what that is and you just plug it in and it'll just play his music over and over uh, all day so uh, that's how i listen and i know getting followers is really good for you as well so definitely buddy go check out jared's stuff on spotify
4: oh thank you for that appreciate it
0: thank you jared you have a good holiday and give the best to the family okay
4: Take care, you guys. I'll so be right. talking to you.
0: Bye, Jared. Bye, Jared.
2: See you.
0: Bye. Well, I think Jennifer has made her appointment to get our worm flooring on our trailer, and I'm so excited.
2: Oh, my God. You're so excited because you're probably the one who has to help her lift out yes, the mats. Yes,
0: but you can't lift those mats out by yourself. It's impossible. They're just a pain in the butt. And we had to do it because we have never cleaned under it in the year we've had it. And we pulled up the mats the other day, and of course, there's all this yucky stuff on the aluminum floor, and you know that's going to rot it out. And now, thank God, Jamie found Worm Flooring, and we're now bringing Worm Flooring to all our listeners, which a bunch of them have gone out now and are getting it done. But I'm so excited to get it done, and then we'll never have to lift a mat again.
2: Sweet. Well, remember, Worm Flooring stands for We Eliminate Rubber Mats, and it's a flooring system. I love the commercial here. It says it's a holiday miracle for your floors, <laughs> but it totally is. It will change the way you approach trailering your horse because you don't have to worry about urine getting underneath. It. It's basically they trowel in a giant rubber um Top like top for your floor, and it is uh, non porous, slip resistant, cushioned, textured, safe, and seamless, durable. It reduces shock and fatigue. It helps insulate the trailer. And so, this holiday season, ditch the rubber mats, ask for this for Christmas from your spouse. Like, they can just find fu- if you go to worm flooring, it's wormflooring.com, W E R M Flooring.com, you can find one near you, and that is what you put on your Christmas list because you guys. It is amazing. It is am- I'm so glad we did it, and Glenn, you're going to be so glad as well.
0: Nothing says love like never having to lift a mat again.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> it's a gift for your spouse, too, because they have to help you.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, coming up next is our final insurance segment from Fry's Insurance. I know a lot of you have gotten a lot out of it. We've got a lot of comments about this series we've done. And this is the final one, Applying for Insurance for Your Horse and Your Farm.
3: Welcome to Horse Insurance 101 by Fry's Equine Insurance at frysequineinsurance.com.
0: Well, Glenn here, founder of the Horse Radio Network and host of Horses in the Morning. One of the most requested segments we've gotten from listeners is about insurance for your horse and for your farm. Susan is here from Fry's Insurance and has been helping us with the five-part series on insurance, helping us understand what it is we're buying and what we need. If you missed the last four months, we discussed horse mortality, we discussed horse health insurance, liability and farm insurance, how to file a claim, and today we're going to do the last part, and that's talking about how to apply for an insurance and what you're going to need. If you missed any of the past segments, you can go to horseradionetwork.com slash insurance and take a listen, or if you get down the line and you go, oh, I know she talked about that, but I forget, the easiest way is just go to horseradionetwork.com slash insurance. The players are there for all the different segments, and they're all labeled, so it'll be easy to find and uh, re-listen to what you need at that time. Well, let's start with how to apply for insurance on your horse.
3: Very good, Glenn. So if you own a horse, you would definitely benefit from having insurance on your horse. So in order to apply, we typically need an application, a statement of health form, which is a form that the owner fills out. And in some cases, justification of the value if you are asking for more than the purchase price or it's been a while since you purchased your horse. So for new newly purchased horses, we may need to get a pre-purchase exam. If there uh, wasn't one completed, then definitely a vet certificate. And vet certificates are sometimes needed for horses valued um, over say a hundred thousand or they may be over the age of 15. So all companies differ a little bit. Uh, a lot of times we'll also need what's called a loss run or a statement of claims so that we can see the um, health history of your horse. So when you request a, a quote, we will then provide the best quotes for your horse's value and the coverages you want. So to get a quote, all we need is the the breed, use, age, and value of your horse, and then we can put together a quote based on that information and based on the coverages that you want. So each company um, offers medical coverage as an add on to the mortality policy, but those terms can vary. So in our quotes, we're going to include what the different companies are are quoting for mortality, and then we'll provide a comparison of the medical options. And then you can decide which company best meets your needs. And then once we receive your completed application, the health forms um, and payment in some cases, then we will submit these to the company for approval and we can get your horse insured. Um, Mortality policies with the medical coverage are one year policies. So they do have to be uh, re-upped every year.
0: Well, now let's talk about applying for liability insurance.
3: Very good. So this can vary depending on the coverage that you need. So if you are looking for private horse owners liability policy, so again, you can go back and listen to our previous um, recordings and hear the difference between these coverages. But for a private horse owners policy, this is for the horse owner that doesn't run an equine business. Um, So we can give you a quote based on the state that you live in and the number of horses you own. And then to start coverage, it's as simple as filling out a short application and um, submitting it for coverage. For a commercial equine liability policy, now this would be for instructors or trainers or for an event or show, uh, we need a completed application that gives us a picture of what you're doing with your equine business. And to get coverage started, we get the quote. And then once you've accepted it, we need your application signed along with sample copies of release forms, training contracts, boarding agreements uh, that you're using within your business. The company will review these and if necessary, make some recommendations um, so that they can make sure that you have the proper forms for your business.
0: All right. Very good. And then finally, how to apply for farm insurance.
3: In order to get a quote for your farm insurance, we start with our short form questionnaire, which gives us the basic information we need to get quotes from different companies. For farm policies, it also helps to have pictures showing uh, the house and the buildings. Uh, Depending on the condition and the age of the buildings, we want to make sure we can get the best rating for you up front. A lot of times we'll go out to the internet to search for, for the pictures, maybe on your website or your Facebook page. Um, we also look at um, the um, MLS um, recordings to see what the your place looks like, and that helps us to set up the best replacement cost value. Um, once you've accepted a quote and we've agreed on these values, we then will complete the Company specific application for you and send it to you for review. Uh, Some of the other things that we'll need, like with the liability, we'll need sample copies of any release forms or boarding contracts that you're using for your equine business. It's important that you think through your business ahead of time, that you talk with an attorney that can help you get the proper contracts together because you want to be protected not only with your insurance policy, but then with the legal contracts that you'll need um, for your boarding or your lesson program. And uh, we're happy to help you with those uh, when we can.
0: Well, Susan, thank you so much for putting this series together. Um, if you're interested in getting a quote for your horse farm or liability, give Susan a call. A- and the phone number is 614-875-3711 or send an email from their website. It's friesequineinsurance.com. The website, again, is friesequineinsurance.com. And if you missed any of these segments that we have done, you can go to horseradio slash insurance and all the players are there. You can go back and take a listen. But we really do appreciate appreciate you taking the time to put all this together, and I hope everybody has learned a little something and will be a little safer in the future knowing exactly what they need for their horses and their barn. We really do appreciate it, Susan.
3: Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to reach out to your listeners.
0: Cosequin ASU Joint and Hoof Pellets contain quality ingredients to support joint and hoof health and leave out the fillers molasses and alfalfa, all while delivering the taste horse's love. The colors of our ingredients shine through for a difference you can see. Visit cosequinequine.com. That's cosequinequine.com. Well, did I see your dad is visiting? Is he there for the holidays?
2: He is he's here for the week leading up to the holidays. It's a great time for him to travel, of course, and he has to get home. So, yeah, he's here. He came out for uh, yesterday. He got here. He's going to stay till about Thursday. So uh, he's just, you know, honestly, when you have a kid, your parents don't come visit you. They don't care about you. No, they just he's it with Lucas. Like, I think I've said he wouldn't even be there soon. if
0: it wasn't for your kid.
2: No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, but like he he sent Lucas a Lego set, you know, for Christmas, and we let Lucas open it up last night. So he's you know knee deep in building. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lucas is building, and my dad is sitting close by, looking at his <laughs> iPad.
0: <laughs> well, that's great. I'm but, glad he gets to visit. Your dad has been for for new listeners. His her dad has been on the show a few times over the years. Yeah, um, he's, and we understand about hmm, half of it, maybe. That southern
2: accent that uh, I pull mm-hmm. out on, on Fridays for really bad ads is. Honestly, come by. Okay? Yeah, well, I no. can make fun of people because I'm from Georgia, and you should hear how my daddy talks.
0: Your southern accent is half of your daddy's. <laughs> <It's>
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I can't perfect it. Like, he, he was born with it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he comes with it naturally. And then we did, you know, what, a couple of weeks ago, you had to make an emergency trip to Florida. And we mentioned it on the show um, just briefly. But uh, your mom had had some health issues. And yeah, I haven't even yeah. asked you about how, how she is right now. So...
2: Well, so the the what happened was she had a stroke and had to be, you know, life flighted and emergency surgery and ICU. So I flew down with Lucas while she was in the ICU and spent five days there. And they moved her then to a room and now she's in a rehab facility. And um, my poor brother, my both my brothers, one lives in uh, one actually lives with her and takes care of her and he is practically stopped working he's just with her all the time because my mom also has uh dementia so it's very challenging Mm. to have somebody in the hospital who doesn't understand why they're there and then wants to get up and leave it's 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 like all the worst things um Mm. all together at once and so it's just really really hard and my brothers have been superheroes and just trying to keep my mom happy and the really great thing that's come out of not come out of this but has happened in the midst of this is she's in this rehab facility which is you know less invasive than the icu obviously um but they let her bring her dog really i can't yes i was shocked and my mom has a a yorkie and it's that kind of dog that like just lays on her you know just Mm. sits in her lap like all day three pounds of it yeah Yes. Yeah. So it's so perfect that they, that she could bring her. Cause that was the main concern when she was in the ICU was like, Oh, my dog, my dog, my dog. Um, so yeah, it, that's really great. It's been, it's been a, just a hell of a month and I'm ready for the new year. That is for darn sure. And, and I'll tell you more about that later, but I, I, you know, t- she's going in the right direction and now her sister got over covid so her sister goes and visits her every day and my brother's there all the time and my other brother's still gone from georgia uh to be down there and i'll go again soon so it's just you know just keeping her happy
0: and comfortable all right good well i'm glad i'm glad that she's in a place where she's safe uh which was important with everything she's got going on uh, why yeah. don't you talk to us about Purina and then I will get the bumper ready and we'll will do actually our last Equestrian First World <sighs> Problems of the year.
2: And then I'll tell you how I screwed up. <laughs> okay alright well this podcast today we're sponsored by Purina Animal Nutrition with three research backed ration balancers to fill nutritional gaps in your horse's diet Enrich Plus delivers a concentrated source of protein, vitamins and minerals without unnecessary calories Enrich Plus Senior features active age prebiotic technology and out less supplement for aging easy keepers Omega Match is rich in omega 3 fatty acids and vitamin E great for horses without access to green grass. Find a ration balancer for your horse at purinamills.com slash ration balancers or visit your local feed store.
0: And don't forget uh, that you can give, you can give, or you, your when your husband, your horse husband is concerned that they don't know what to get you, have them get you a year subscription to be an auditor of our
3: of our group. Wouldn't that be a good idea?
0: So, I mean, it's a minimum of $3 a month. What's that come out to win? thirty six dollars or something it's
2: like it's free it's It's a free free gift
0: what is free if you get it as a gift so ask for that and become an auditor and become part of the group that gets to participate
1: in this it's time for the weekly look at your equestrian first world problems this ought to be good
2: So usually what I do is I go on to the Horse Radio Network Auditor Facebook page. It's like a super seeker special group where people can – I submit on Sundays. I'll say, hey, let me know what your problems are. Life is so hard. It's harder with horses. And people go on, and the auditors get to fill that in. Uh, Unfortunately, this time I accidentally posted it on my regular Facebook page, Hmm. and I had a lot of extra – uh, no, no, I just I just screwed up. You told me like <laughs> get it done. You know, text me yesterday, and so I was like, oh, it scrambled, and I put it on my regular page, and I had a lot of um, unique entries.
0: Oh yeah, because I'd never heard say. it before. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> well,
2: I, my like this one it says, I was walking my backyard to see where and if I could realistically bring a horse home, and then I started lamenting about the HOA rules, and they would probably forbid it, and then I remembered. I'm not a horse people, and I really don't like horses. That's my
0: sister-in-law.
2: <laughs> that's my sister-in-law. So, like, what I'm amazed at is how quickly she picked up the kind of sarcastic theme, but then dropped the hammer at the end. Yes, Good I job, know you're sister-in-law. not a <laughs>
0: horse
2: that's, that's Chad's sister Samantha. Thank you very much. Um, that, that's okay. Now, the normal ones, now, if you do typically want to participate in this, you have to become an auditor, usually. Uh, How do they do that, Glenn? Just
0: go to horseradionetwork.com, scroll down the page. In the middle of the page there, you'll see an auditor banner, and you click on that or have your husband click on that, and then they can sign up for you.
2: All right. Well, we're going to start with Kathleen, um, who says, our neighbor two houses down has a new rooster who crows. And if you know roosters, they don't crow in the morning. They crow. All the time. Uh, my mom just now realized how loud our donkeys must sound to our neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got that to combat your donkeys, probably.
0: The last place we lived had three sets of donkeys all around us, and they go at the same time every day. They yeah. all go together, and it did sound like stereo donkeys. I mean, it You're was like, thr- hey, Phil, oh.
2: I got dinner. Did you? Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: <laughs> Several um, times a day, they go into group chat.
2: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> all right. So in the vein of n- not auditor related, but this is my friend Larissa actually post. She's never posted a first world problem, but I feel like she nailed it. She said, I was at my husband's jujitsu tournament all day and no one wanted to talk about horses. No one asked to see a picture of my horses and I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting it, getting it. So proud. Uh, Carrie says, I came home from the barn after riding and not doing anything with hay, and I found hay in my underwear. And no, I didn't take my pants off at the barn.
0: <laughs> I, that's just a miracle how that happens. And it happens every time.
2: Every time. Uh, Nan says, I just got a new horse for myself since retiring my mare two years ago, and he's the cutest little four-year-old who so far has been amazing. But now I have to leave him to go visit and go skiing over the holidays.
0: <laughs> That's an a question first for a problem. That's what we're looking for right there.
2: Yeah, that's it. Yep. Uh, this one too. Like this is kind of a real problem mixed in, but it's joy, so I'll let it slide. Okay. I got a brand new saddle and have been too sick to ride in it. Oh my god! I talked to her last week and she was oh barely... she sounded
0: terrible. I talked to her too. Oh. My, <laughs>
2: She's like, (laughs) well, she said, I just stare at my new saddle every day and I'm getting more and more frustrated that people are walking cesspools of germs and that they're the reason I'm not riding in my new saddle.
0: (laughs) She's better today. I did check in on her because uh, she was checking in on me. We were sick at the same time, and she said uh, she is doing better today. So we're going. She got
2: way worse than you. I was like, oh my god, like yeah. you, you're disabled right
0: now. And this I mean. wouldn't last a while, too. I'm still having the cough and my sore throat. It just doesn't go away. It just
2: yeah. Farm boy still got the got the hack, and I'm like, dude, could you please just take some horse antibiotics? Just I've got some SMZs, <laughs> one a di- twice a day. You'll be fine. Uh, Gwen says, my horse is really, really happy and his huge new pasture. And there's only two horses in. It's like six acres with trees and hills and a stream. And he's so happy. But when he was less happy living in a stall or small pasture, he was always quick to the, come to the door. And now that there's like a huge pasture, I call him I have to wait like five minutes for him <laughs> to come up.
0: <laughs> or it doesn't come up at all.
2: <laughs> she says he always comes up, but it takes forever. <laughs> Andrea says, I lost my favorite riding jacket and an endurance ride in the dark, and now I have to wear my second favorite jacket, and it's just not the same, and I'll just probably quit.
0: We all have about 10 coats and jackets and wear the same one every day.
2: It's true. Um, Karen actually chimed in on that and replied to her, Karen Chatton, the endurance rider extraordinaire, and said, Right there with you. My favorite Gore-Tex jacket is off the side of a steep switchback somewhere in the oh my Sierras. God. <laughs> oh my God. Turns riders. I hope are she wasn't a, in it
0: at the time. I know, right?
2: <laughs> um, another non-post. This is Ginger, who takes care of my farm in the mornings. I, I've now deemed her my farm manager, and uh, she said I found hay in my bra, and I. Haven't thrown hay in like a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I got round bells for everybody. So I cut her workload in the morning and she's still, still got me in there a little bit. <laughs> uh, Martina says I've been working on extending my barn with a larger run-in area, which they will rarely use. And I spent all weekend doing it. I didn't even get to ride because <laughs> we work for them. They don't work for
0: us. That's correct. Get it. Yes.
2: Deanne says, the lady that I was talking to for two months about farm sitting while we were on our cruise bailed. And so now I have to start looking for someone all over again. Is she going on the cruise with you? Who was it? Deanne. Diane. Deanne. Diane or Deanne. I can't tell. I
0: think so. Yes. That's
2: awesome. Well, she might not be able to come because she needs a farm sitter because she's
0: talking. Get with it. Chop, chop. You got a month. You got only about five weeks now. So up to it. Gosh! By the way, um, I'll be out uh, the first week of uh, February, hanging out with all of those cool people and not you.
2: Uh, oh, okay. Well, that's fine. I'll figure out a vacation to take and spring it on you <laughs> while we're on the air.
0: Um, you can meet us at one of the islands. I can let us, let us know. We could let you know where you're going and you could go stay and we'll meet you there.
2: I would love to be on an island, but there's no guarantee you're going to make it. So, oh, I'm no, sorry. Okay, I'm right, not going right. to do that. Uh, <laughs> Karen says, same Karen, different problem. My 4-year-old is ready to get started under saddle, but I'm not in a hurry though, both because he's young and mostly because they don't have 3 horses to ride. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, April says "Oh, bless her April said I plan to ride Josie remember Josie is her Clydesdale mare that I started under saddle for her Uh, she said I had planned to ride Josie but we had surprise company we had to let their dang kid ride her but not me no fair (laughs) and all I got out of that was like oh my god she's like had 30 days with me and she's safe enough to put children on that's great or your kid was
0: 35 but you know we don't
2: (laughs) (laughs) whatever Um, Kelly says I have holidays holiday dress-up plans, and I got a new tax set, and I want to take pictures of my horse in it, but I'm the photographer and the handler, and I can't find anybody to willing to help me take awesomely cute photos of my horse.
0: Tripad. Tripod and a timer. You're good to go.
2: There yep. you go. I yep. mean, if Jared Rogers can build music videos. That's
0: right. Can you imagine? That I watched that video, and the quality was unbelievable. The quality of our phones is better than any camera we ever owned.
2: It's crazy. It's crazy. All right. A couple more. Uh, Lisa said, I had the saddle fitter out because I thought one of my horses needed a different fit from what I already have because last year he was fitted with a pad, but it turns out his back has developed beautifully and he now fits in my current saddle. So, yay, I don't have to buy a new saddle. But now I don't get to buy a new saddle.
0: (laughs) It's all that coming.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're a horse husband. Yeah, it's all that coming. Kimberly, this is awesome. Her, Her horse is named Mando. And she says, Mando has really been improving on the things my trainer has been having us focus on. But I couldn't go to my lesson on Saturday because my corgi had a Christmas luncheon with her corgi friends, and she got to eat and play games and meet Santa. (laughs) It's a picture of her dog with Santa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to be that Santa or not, by the way, for the dog day? Probably better than the kids.
2: It's, I was going to say, it's better than the children. Yeah. I love all dogs, so get in my lap. But like, also, I don't want to be Santa or Miss mm. Claus. Nobody's asked, so it's fine.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not volunteering if, either. And I'm getting gray if, enough to do it. But uh,
2: Oh, you are. Just hmm. scroll it out, buddy. Laura says, last one, the electricity in our barn hasn't been fixed yet. So I can only ride in my indoor arena when it's light out.
0: That's a perfect one to end the year on right there. (laughs) That is perfect. awesome. (laughs) That describes it all.
2: (laughs) Thanks, you guys, for submitting these very sad tales of woe that you have to live through. And I'm really proud of all of you for waking up the next day and keep going.
0: (laughs) Well, we got, we this. have to end on some news today. Um, we don't normally end on this kind of news, but we thought it would be better to do it at the end today.
2: I gotta reset my brain
0: because
2: mm, I'm I'm you you get to do the show and you know you gotta like showbiz, you know, show must go on. And so you well, gotta, and that's like... why
0: we didn't do this before Jared. We'd record for those that don't know, we record the show in order. We do it like it's live, like we used to when it was live. So there's the only break we take is calling the guest, And then we just continue doing the show. Uh, and that's the way we can get it out within a half an hour, an hour of being over. And it's out for you guys to listen to in the afternoon. Um, but Jamie's right. When you when you when you have a range of emotions doing a show like this, you're doing them all in an hour. You're going through the roller coaster up and down in an hour, and we didn't feel like this was the kind of news we wanted to do before talking to Jared, who we absolutely love. So.
2: Yeah, it didn't seem, didn't seem, it, it, it wasn't his fault. So, um, yeah. So my horse Pharaoh, my American Pharaoh baby that I adopted from New Vocations. His name is American Hustle. He's you know the one I that Bobby Flay had and retired and sent to New Vocations. Well, just he's like been too quiet. Like three years old, gusting wind. I I put him in the realm in. I have to chase him to get him to go and. So uh, back in October, I had a vet come out um, and do a neurologic exam. And I said to her, I was like, I want neck x-rays. And she's like, I don't, my machine won't go that deep. You're going to have to take him to the hospital. She was like, but it's not his neck. She's like, he has EPM, he has neurologic deficits in the back. And EPM for a horse that was raised in Kentucky and lives in Oklahoma. These are not crazy diagnosis so I've treated enough of them and I treat them really aggressively so we did the first month of of APM meds and uh, she came back out and there was a little improvement but not like a ton and so she's like okay well he now knows where his feet are so you can ride him uh and uh and I want you to start working him over like poles and long line him and take him up and down the hills. We, we, I've been ponying him on trails, doing all of these things for the last 30 days. And she's not getting any better. So to add some fun to it, when, the night I found out my mom had the stroke, I flew immediately down to Florida and I got a phone call from Ginger and farm boy that Pharaoh was colicking. Like violently colicking. So I called Aaron. And they don't, I have all the meds, but I wasn't there to stick an IV shot. I'm not, they don't know how to do that. So ended up, I've called one of our other auditors, Patty Otto, and I was like, Can you please go over and give my horse a shot of Banamine, please? And she was like, Just have him put it in his mouth. I didn't know you could orally dose Banamine. So they took the, the, you know, drew it out of the bottle and put it in his mouth. And 20 minutes later, he was way better. Now, the vet still came out that night, of course, Saturday night around, you know, 10 p.m., checked him out, gave him some other stuff and just said it was a really severe gas colic. And so we've got a horse that is still not normal neurologically and has now violently colicked. And I mean, apparently it was it was bad. And so I was like, this is this is crazy. Oh, while
0: am, you're there dealing with your mother who had a stroke. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. And ten so, states well, away. Exactly. So I, I when I come back, um, and, and you guys know he's on like all the supplements. He's on everything. And I just said and I treated him for ulcers when I got him. And so I called the local clinic. There's one close here. And I said, okay, I'm gonna bring him in and I want neck x-rays. And I want to scope him. I want to do a scope of his gut to see why he's having these gas colic episodes. So I take him into the clinic uh, last week, and they scoped him, and there's nothing in his gut. Nothing. Everything's everything's fine. It looks actually like I saw. I was with air. I mean, it looks like beautiful, pink, healthy skin, you know, in all the places it should be. She gave me like a whole tour of his GI tract. It was <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was very convinced. She's like, so maybe a hind gut ulcers. So I bought this like package to treat hind gut ulcers. And then it's like, okay, well, I really want the neck x-rays. And so she started shooting x-rays, and there's a weird thing on the x-ray behind his pole. And she was like Hmm, that's weird. And I was, that's never good to hear when you're watching no. a horse get radiographs. And so she's like, I'm going to take some other angles of it. So she shot from the front she shot from the other side, she shot kind of from the back, like looking down and she's like, I don't know what this is. So I'm going to send it off to, um, they, they have two other surgeons at this hospital. So I'm going to refer uh, the, this to the surgeons just to see what it is. And then she's like, and then after that, they kind of agreed. This is weird, but they don't really know what it is. So then they sent it off to a surgeon in Tennessee. I sent it because I've had to keep up with new vocations because I've only had it a couple months and I'm about supposed to send his welfare check, you know, uh, like the pictures and all that for his welfare checkup. So I called Leandra and I sent her the radiograph and she sends it to her vet. And then, you know, I had to get him involved. I had to send it to Dr. Siemens and... In- he he does online Doctor consultations. So sorry
0: he ever met us. All those oh years my
2: ago. God. I love him so much. <laughs> and so, basically, what this in the x ray is without further diagnostics, because of course, you can do a myelogram, which is laying a neurologic horse down and checking on all of this joint spaces in his neck. Um, that wasn't an option. Uh, and then also ultrasound again and checking it out. Basically, what the general consensus was. Was it's an old fracture, or a OCD that was so big? What's happening as it, the the fracture grows, more calcium attaches to it, and it started to compress his spinal cord right behind his ears. So, like the very so either top, whacked
0: his head really hard on something, or flipped over or something, and whacked that part of his head, or getting in a trailer or something, or
2: he was born with it, and mm. it's an OCD, and it developed as he has grown. I mean, he's three years old and he, he is race? the most beautiful. Yes. Yeah, so like three times, uh, okay. like three times. So, you know, and you never know why somebody retires a horse after three times. Who knows? Maybe I, I There. I mean, these people, usually most people would give all the information to rescue. So I don't think anything nefarious happened. I don't think there's any, you know, new vocations assumes all of the bad bills, but this is like such a weird random place. Right. So I, Talking to the various vets, there are like new nu- nuclear like ablation surgeries that you could do, and all. But in the end, none of it may work, and and uh, with and you can't like do surgery on it because it's right by his spinal cord on his neck, and you can't really lay down a neurologic horse and have them successful again. There's all the, all these options. And so uh, talking to Leandra at new vocation, she was like, here's what you can do. You can bring him back here. And maybe we, because what's going to happen what Dr. Seamus told me and and others is that like, this is going to continue to grow and, and calcify and going to compress his spinal column more. Um, and eventually he's going to be walking and just fall over. Like, cause at this point when you do a tail pull on him, his neurologic deficits are extreme. Um, so he's like, this is just not going to get better, and so I call Leandra at New Vocations, and she's like, "Well, you could bring him back here, and we could make him a blood donor. We could do lots of various things." I was like, "But in the end, probably euthanasia is where we're looking right now," and 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 that was the. The consensus of all the vets, if I wasn't going to do, you know, $15,000 worth of exploratory surgery on a horse that I've probably spent with two months of EPM treatment, gastroscope, uh, you know, I mean, I'm I'm $10,000 into this horse already with adoption fee and shipping and all this. And I mean, I mean, honestly, legitimately $10,000. And I'm like, I just can't do more. And so I've got to like... This is all happening in the, in the morning. This is all, all the results are coming in. I'm consulting with everybody. I'm just losing my mind, you know? And, uh, the general consensus was probably putting him down, but the, um, it wasn't like, it wasn't clear. Like I needed time to think, you know? So I went down to the barn to go bring them all in and feed them. And I, I brought everybody in and then I hear this crashing and banging, and I look in the stall, and it—he looks pregnant. His stomach is so distended. He is violently colicking again, mm. like, like drenched in sweat. You know, I mean, just came once he came in, he just hit the ground and in the stall, and just drenched in sweat. And, and Larissa had come over with me too, and so we grab him out, take him, walk him around, uh, and call the, the clinic, um, cause they're going to be my go-to now. Um, so I call them and made an appointment and, uh, I mean, I, there's not like, what can I do? What can I do? I can't put him in a trailer and take him back to Kentucky if he's going to gas colic and like throw himself against the walls. And I just, He kind of made the decision, you know, honestly, right then. I mean, I scoped him the day before and he was completely fine. And when he called the first time when I was in Florida, I was like, well, I left early. I didn't blanket him. Maybe he got cold behind his drinking. All the things that you think I should have done this to prevent that I had done. So there was no reason for him to be calling like that unless he's got like just so many things wrong with him. And so I brought him in the barn and I've got to take him to the clinic, but I can't put him in my trailer. So I gave him a normal dose of banamine is 10 cc's. So I gave him 10 cc's, not any better. I gave him another eight and I got him quiet enough to where I could take him to the hospital. And I had to say goodbye to him. Mm. And it was awful. And it's just weird, like, I had such high hopes for him and was so excited about working him and him being my partner. And he was so sweet and so great and just, oh, just not fair. Just, just awful. And I know you've all been through something like this. And it's what makes us horse people. And it's just part of the ch- suckiness of it. And um, I just wanted to to tell everybody because I've gotten some messages about like him because I posted that x-ray on horse Vet corner, you know, like I need answers to this. And then he just goes and tries to, to, tries to die. Like I, and, and it was just better for him. My, I had a friend one time say, sometimes the best thing you can do is kick him out into the universe and let him come back and try again. And that is what we had to decide to do. And it, Sucks. We always and. said animals
0: let you know. He let you know. It was his yeah, way of saying, he... I'm done, right? And you don't know how, I mean, you didn't have a choice here. I mean, there was no choice. It wasn't your fault. Uh, but we don't also know how bad the neurological stuff was. You knew it was bad, but we don't know how bad, right? Obviously causing internal issues too, which is, wow.
2: Yeah. I mean, I just, I did all. Oh, I did. I can't. I can honestly look back and say there's nothing I didn't give this yeah, horse I mean. to try to improve him. Uh, and the GI department and the neurologic department and all of this and, and just oh, you know, it just sucks to call Leandra and tell her and just like she's devastated for me because she lost one pretty violently too and like she understands and they're great to work with and this is I. Garren damn I'm gonna X-ray the pole of every horse I ever bring on this farm for the rest of my life. But I mean, that's just that's me now. But she sucks,
0: and I'm glad sucks. to put a not a positive, but to put a twist on this. I'm glad he had you at the end because nobody else would have done the research that you did to find out where we're at. Nobody would have done that. So he was with the person he was supposed to be with. Thanks, but it's true. You know, it's true. It's true. It sucks. And it always sucks. This is, You've had a year, girl. <laughs> yeah. Year. Yeah. I mean, I'm you've had a lot of positive 22. things this year, too. But boy, there's been certainly enough negative stuff, too.
2: Yeah. I'm ready to. I'm ready you know, for let's Christmas. bring in
0: 2024. <laughs> Yeah, uh well exactly. I'm, I'm glad you told it um and I'm glad everybody knows because now that'll help with the questions keep coming in. Um mm-hmm. and I'm sorry that you had to go through all of this and you know he's playing with all the other ones that uh we both had to say bye to. Yeah. All right, well without a hand in uh, we're not going to do a post-show today for obvious reasons, but we will be back on Wednesday uh, to, to be here with you. So let's do that. Um, I'm sorry. We're giving you all, – all of us are giving you a great big hug right now. And thanks, I can't I, think thanks, of a better way to end today's show with, with that news and with having Jared on to play your favorite song of all time.
2: Okay, Aww. Let's play
0: out with Peace, Love, and Horse.
1: Wild flowers in her hair. She can go anywhere on that pile of me, mare. She's got Rocky Mountain ivory that she wears around her neck. And the Grateful Dead play a song in her head, somewhere between. Boy and hippie, she's all about peace. Love for says me. She could end the war with just a smile. She can drive a tractor, bell and pay for miles and miles. She says in a the forces is... That song that he sang About two books with different covers But the pages are the same It's certain as a river in the spring You seal it deal with a handshake That's her philosophy She can rope and ride and she likes hanging out with me and She believes that love is the one thing that can change anything And she loves me And that's the part that gets me She's all about peace, love, horses and me